What's poppin' beautiful people? It is your host, Amber Simone, and this is a very special episode. So in honor of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, I have Miss Anne Buena Obra on the podcast today. So a little background on Anne. Anne and I met at one of my first mm-hmm. corporate jobs ever. And honestly, we had the funnest job. So fun. Like we were just reminiscing over how we kind of <laughs> miss those days. It was a brand called Cherry, and that's all I'm gonna say for now. Yes, but it was a beauty brand. I know. (laughs) I was telling her that's a whole nother episode, (laughs) but it was a beauty brand. Anne is a beauty lover, just like I am. Honestly, if not more. And mm-hmm. how are you doing today? Amber, I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for having me. Of I'm course. excited to talk to all you cuties. <laughs> I love it. Look, already branding you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then showed up. Tell us, what are you wearing today before we kick off? Oh. Like, what's on the face? Well, okay. Face is, I keep it light. Just a little rare beauty eye yes, brightener. Yes. The Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter. We love Charlotte. I have her uh, setting spray on, so actually. So good. Um, Patrick Ta, um, the blush. Really? His blush. I forgot what color I'm wearing. Are you a fan? I do. Okay. I really, really like it. <laughs> I'm like, it. do we like yes, it? Should we go cop it? it? Yes, you should. <laughs> I love it. And then just some mascara. That's I it. I love Keeping it. it light. Keeping I know. it cute. Keeping it cute. <laughs> also, too, like the summer is coming up and I'm like, it is getting hot mm-hmm, outside. Girl. I was just at the beach with my family this weekend. It was about like 85 and I was like, okay, it's warming up. Yeah. The sun is sunning. Look. Like, for real. <laughs> Don't forget your sunscreen, by yes, the way. Yes, the sunscreen queen. I saw Have a to. TikTok of yours. Were you at Disneyland? Yes, like, reapplying? Yes. <laughs> Had to be, everyone was laughing. And I'm like, you will not be laughing when I don't have wrinkles. Right. You won't be laughing when I'm 60 and still looking like this. Exactly. So (laughs) SPF. Yes. Gotta reapply. (laughs) All right. So kind of diving into a little bit before we go into all of our beauty topics. And I want to get into, you know, what is your cultural background? What is your heritage? I would love to know. Yes. So I'm Filipina. Shout out to all my Filipinos out there. Yes. yes. Um, My parents are both from the Philippines. Okay. My mom's from Pangasinan. My dad is from Bicol. They met in Manila and then they moved over to Chicago right before I was born actually yeah so So, were they really young when they met they were okay like college they went to separate colleges and then you know met out yes yes in the world yeah really cute so we've been here they've been here since pretty much my birth in 1992, <laughs> 92 babies, what's good? So yeah, Filipino American all the way. I love it. What is like one of your favorite things from your culture that you, whether that's food, values, fashion, language, really whatever it may be? Oh my gosh, I love so many things about my culture. I think my favorite is definitely how intertwined everybody is Mm -hmm. right like everyone in your family is involved with each other there can be times where it's like oh my god it's too much (laughs) yes yes it's always a family reunion (laughs) yes exactly and everyone knows a little too much about everything Uh you know the other side of that coin is gossip culture chismes Mm -hmm. however i think when you learn how to 
uh, build boundaries for yourself. Yes, yes. That intertwining of your family and your family's lives with each other can feel really close. Um, just as long as you have, you know, good, healthy boundaries, which mm -hmm. is, I think, is the key to any Definitely. kind of relationship. Of course. So have you ever been to the Philippines? Do you travel there frequently? I guess, what does that look like coming from a large family? Mm -hmm. Are a lot of your family members here or are they in the Philippines? So I used to go to the Philippines all the time. Mm -hmm. We would go every other year okay. and stay for a month. Oh, wow. Um, because all of my family is actually there. You got it. My got mom it. has nine brothers and sisters. They're mm -hmm. nine all together. Oh, my goodness. And they're large all family. Large. <laughs> they're all in, the all in the Philippines mm -hmm. except for one of her brothers who's got here. It. So I have one set of cousins here. Okay. And then my dad, he has seven, I think brothers and sisters wow. and they're all in the philippines except him got it so all our family is there mm -hmm. but i still have a lot of extended family here it's really crazy and actually this is another thing i love about being filipino mm -hmm. is community yes, is so yes. so so important so even though direct family wasn't here in the u.s with my parents mm -hmm. they built a community out of you know other um, immigrants like them from yes, their same yes. small towns so that we had a support system even if your direct family wasn't there so I still have I'll call them cousins yeah. but we're not cousins <laughs> you, you know? know what look and next time you call somebody a cousin I'm about to be like and is that really your cousin I know <laughs> no for real at my brother's wedding his my brother's friend was like you have so many cousins and my brother's like they're actually not my cousins and we're more like village relatives yes, because everyone's yes. just from the same village <laughs> of course <laughs> and still like building that community is important especially when you come here with like little family and trying to really expand your roots mm -hmm. and get to know other people you can find community anywhere yeah like we found a community at cherry yes, like when i tell community. you it was small but mighty we're the only ones who, yeah. <laughs> who really experience Cherry and what that looked like. If but you know, you know. <laughs> Hello to all our Cherry <laughs> fam out there. I know. What, did they have a name? Did we I call think we called it Cherry Fam. I Cherry Fam? Cherry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I swear that's what we said. <laughs> Not hashtag Cherry Fam. Or like cherries, cherubs. I don't know. I know. That would have been, been cute. That would have been cute. That would have been cute. I love it. So, and like within your culture as well, I I remember one time we went to, I think it was like a purple yam. I talked about this in one mm. of my episodes, but we went together to get ube. Is that also a Filipino yes. dessert? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Good. I think we were getting like boba or something. Yes, yeah. yes. And that so, was my first time having it. And I'm like, it was so, so freaking good. delicious. Ube, yes. Which is the purple sweet potato, not to be confused with taro, which is a lighter purple Ube is just like that deeper yes, flavor. Yes. It is so good. Yeah. I'm like, you. I see it at Trader Joe's now. I'm like, oh, Lord. Yes. <laughs> it's a whole thing. They have like cookies, uh -huh. pretzels. Not the ube being gentrified. No, it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have a couple of boxes at home. No, I, I know. Was it's like, good. I gotta try I this. I'm like, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Even outside of that. So we talked about beauty a little bit, but mm -hmm. and guys, like I mentioned, she is the beauty queen. Like not only does she do this full time, but she does it in her spare time as well. Yes. So what are some of your favorite like Asian beauty brands that Ooh. you have used? I actually love and a lot of my favorite beauty products are API founded mm -hmm. and owned. So 
I love Tower 28. That's like one of my top. I know. You yeah. might as well be like the face Since of Tower 28. I've always been a stan <laughs> because it is made for eczema oh prone skin. God. All of their products are certified by the eczema national eczema board. Mm-hmm. And so I just love everything to do because I trust it. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to like flare up or anything. Yeah. Um, I also love, like I mentioned earlier, Patrick Toss stuff. Yes, yes. So good. Um, this brand Euphoria uh-huh. is really oh, good I love too. Euphoria. Yeah, they have so like cute. it looks like a gloss, but it's a blush. It's a blush. The and it changes your, be, with your skin. Build tone. your own blush. Bring your own blush. Something like that. I'm it's like BYO. Sure. Yes, and it's like green inside mm-hmm. of the tube, and you like put it pink. on your cheeks, and it like yeah, it's yeah. amazing. They actually have this like terracotta colored blush uh-huh. that I love for contour. So it kind of is like this reddish brown color, but Ooh. for me, it's like the perfect contour because I think sometimes the really hard to find a good it's contour. Hard, yeah, I'm like, what? it's too With dark, the, yes. it's too light. Yeah, <laughs> and especially when you still want to glow. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to look too like sculpted. Yes, I still want that yes. glow. So that reddish brown color is really nice tip for anyone with tan skin mm-hmm. you know try out a reddish brown blush as your contour yeah i'm like all these brands i think tower 28 are they based in la yes they're yeah. based in la so tower 28 so is in la all of it is very accessible but i just saw one of your friends brought you back something from korea oh my gosh yeah right it was like yes, perfume. It was perfume so let's get into the sense oh, what kind I of perfume, perfume is this uh, and i know you mentioned this is like the next it brand so yes. tell us a little bit more. Oh my God. Okay. So the brand is called Born to Stand Out. They're based in Seoul, South Korea. And they actually work with some really top tier perfumers uh-huh. like Olivier Crusp. Sorry if I said his name wrong. Girl, I'd be um, like, yeah. Yeah. excuse me. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, they, it's just like so niche and so unique. Mm-hmm. The scent that I got was is called Burnt Roses. And the way they described it was literally like, you know, like past lovers stomping on your heart. And yes, I was like, yes. <laughs> not that I'm living that, but there was something appealing about that. <laughs> of course. Um, and, you know, I think it's just such a cool brand. I love perfume. Um, and it's just so fun to see how people like mix these stories together mm-hmm. so that you can wear it. I mean, it's the same thing in all facets of beauty. It's of like wearing your own story. Right. So born to stand out. Well, Y'all heard it first. Yes. I'm like, you heard it first on the Keep It Cute podcast. Okay, and thank you for putting us on to a new scent. But you mentioned something earlier, and I really want to take a deeper dive into eczema. So as I mentioned, y'all, I'm currently having an eczema flare up. I think Anne mentioned she's struggling a little mm-hmm. bit, not even struggling because she was just talking about embracing her eczema. Yes. So what has your eczema journey been like and where are you now? So when I was younger, high school, mm-hmm. I had eczema often and I hated it. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like othered it made me feel like an outcast I never felt beautiful so I did all these things so that I would be better diet drinking water Mm -hmm. all of the ointments all of the natural remedies everything everything (laughs) and that's actually how I got into beauty Mm -hmm. was more of a source of solace more of a source of healing Mm -hmm. than you know trying to be pretty or whatever and I finally got it under control and it was under control for years Then recently, maybe pandemic Mm -hmm. 
And also I moved to LA from the Bay. So there's that like a little bit of a climate change. Yeah. Yeah. It started flaring up again. So over the last few years, it's just kind of been like an up and down roller coaster of some days it's inflamed and then it calms down Mm -hmm. literally the next day. And then three days later, it's back. And it'll just have seasons on, you know, my arms, on my face. And I told myself, you know, at my big age of 30, (laughs) I am not hating on myself anymore. I am so tired. And I'm also really tired of feeling like a project that I have to fix, Mm -hmm. that I have to fix, you know? So I was like, you know what? I will do what I need to do so I feel good, so that it's the irritation comes down, so I'm not itchy, Mm -hmm. so I'm not in physical pain. But on the looks side of things, on the beauty side of things, I'm always going to know that I'm beautiful, Mm -hmm. regardless of, you know, how I'm experiencing my eczema. Yeah, flare up or not. Exactly. (laughs) And that let me treat myself in a more empowered manner. Mm -hmm. I'm not frantically like, oh, my God, I need this, this, this. Like, what do I need to do? Oh, my God. It's, you know. I'm a lot more calm and like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. So I should adjust my makeup routine or I should do this for my skincare routine Mm -hmm. and just kind of making more calm and informed decisions on what I'm using on my skin. Um, But yeah, just living in a lot more acceptance because at the end of the day, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. It it doesn't go away. So you can, you know, dread the days that you have it Mm -hmm. and wish for the days that you don't but that is exhausting yes yes and like you mentioned like it's something that obviously it sticks with us Mm -hmm. but you learn how to treat your own skin and figure out what works for you and also to y'all stress induces eczema like stress will really cause breakouts on your face arms like whatever it is if you have eczema like for me i've had eczema since i was like a baby baby Mm -hmm. and i remember my mom used to put me like oatmeal baths and then she would put different kind of like the aloe vera plant rubbing on my face i'm like what is going on like whole milk girl we probably did so much stuff i'm like and i remember she used peppermint oil or something mm. one time but it burns so yeah, I was bad like, Ouch. No, look, Ange, never ever ever again like you said we were frantically trying to find like what works for me and again as i get older and we're finding out different remedies yeah. like last night i was on target i had placed a hydrocortisone tin placement yes. i got the eczema honey eye mm-hmm. cream which oh i love the eczema honey it yeah. actually has been working for That's me good. um but the actual one there's something about the nut in it mm. and there's nuts and like the regular eczema honey they okay. have one without it but yeah i did try and put that over my eyes and when i tell you i was just in there scratching my little eyes oh that's the worst when you yeah. think you put on a treatment but you're itchier. yes oh, yes and i'm like yeah. oh my eyes are burning right. like what is going on so oh. i totally understand but i love that you said kind of like that acceptance mm-hmm. piece of it because it's just a part of us and we'll have flare-ups yeah. as the weather changes as we change but again trying to come to terms yes. with that i think it's a, a difficult part because even last night i was like this eczema on my eyes i, know. I was like my concealer is about to be creasing like Girl, y'all know i real. love a bee face like i know that's the hardest part sometimes when you love beauty yes. is that like you want that you i just know. want to be like you want the under eyeliner exactly. but your eyes are watery <laughs> oh my gosh no where you put the powder and just yeah it just dries up yes. yeah yes immediately yeah so well, all parts of you are you 
and all parts of you are beautiful. Yeah. So it's just an adjustment. It is. Yeah. It truly is. But I love that I, we have another eczema baby. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's for sure one thing I got to bring up on the pod with you, Anne. I was yeah. like, our eczema journeys. Because yeah. I remember at work, guys. And again, like, <laughs> not only is she the manifestation queen, the beauty queen, she used to have like different, what, what little roller oh my balls God, yes, you the put essential on your wrist? Yes. <laughs> I have all the sprays. I would have all the supplements and the tea. I'm like, what do y'all need? No, she really what did. What do y'all need? And when I tell you one time she was sitting next to me, she like was sniffing her wrist. I said, what is going on over here? I have never Stress management, that. girl. I know. You need. I know. Gotta cope. We gotta cope, honestly. But it's smart, though. It's so smart. Like, if we were ever back in the office, like, I would have my diffuser, my little Look, yes, candle warmer. Oh my like, we would have everything. Okay. So now that we have done kind of our beauty and skincare segment, I still need to get into what are some of your skincare faves, mm-hmm. but I will save that for the end. I kind of want to transition into some of the projects mm-hmm. you're working on and also to like a few things that you're passionate about. Um, yeah, let us know, Anne. Ooh. So I am working on the project of me, of course. Who isn't? I know. <laughs> always working right. on ourselves. Always, always. Um, but I'm definitely investing more in myself as far as being a model, as far as, you know, just putting myself out there as me and so yeah just wanting to pour more into my modeling career Mm -hmm. I've been able to do that part-time and it's so much fun and I really love being there representing for the Filipinas but also for my eczema girlies and I love the brands that embrace that with me too so yeah I want to open up the doors more for that Mm -hmm. I have an amazing agency the between and I love the between. Yes. I've been seeing all the photos yeah. on Instagram. Like, just really, it's body diversity at mm-hmm. its finest. Which exactly. is something we're seeing more of, but I feel like because people feel like they're having to do it versus like we want to exactly, do this. Exactly, And yes. this is what our brand is rooted in. Exactly. You know? Like, there's a more of a natural, like, of course you have to do this. Mm-hmm. This is life kind of angle versus, you know, trying to tick boxes or yeah, whatever it might be. Definitely. So I think... When, it, when I think about what it means to work on that, a big part of it is just opening up your doors of confidence, mm-hmm. right? Feeling like you can be in these big campaigns no matter who you are mm-hmm. or what you're going through. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. That's amazing. And y'all, Anne is being very humble, but <laughs> sis has modeled for Nike, Soul Body, Chrissy Teigen's brand, like, and I'm sure there's <laughs> so many more. Have a lot of those opportunities, has it been the between agency helping you land those? Or do you feel like it's been like a networking thing in LA? Yeah, I think it's a good mix of both. Mm-hmm. Living in LA, we're so lucky because all of this creative energy just it's flows every, through. It's everywhere. Oh my goodness. You really don't know who you're going to meet or bump. I mean, we were deskmates. I know. I'm doing I know. Your podcast, <laughs> you know? So you just don't know what people are working on mm-hmm. and how people, you know, are receiving you. And so it's always just good, you know, to be yourself. Definitely. I would say all of my opportunities come from just me being me. Uh, my agency helps me sell that but I think you know people see you for who you are Mm -hmm. social media is such a powerful tool for representing yourself 
and building relationships. Like, thank God I moved to LA. <laughs> You're like, my life changed. Yeah, I think that changed my life a lot. Just mm-hmm. making genuine friendships and mm-hmm. those people, you know, following up. Definitely. And if everything feels so kismet, I get it now when, you know, creative people are just like, just follow, you know, follow yourself, follow mm-hmm. your heart, you know, do what you want to do. I used to think like, oh my gosh, that I, how do you do that? I know, it sounds very unstable. Yes, it um, totally does. <laughs> but once you start and you know what it feels like, it makes sense. Definitely. And like you talked about too, kind of doing it for yourself and obviously being your most authentic self and those mm-hmm. opportunities will come. That's something that I've been like so, like this is written down in my notes. Mm-hmm. Every time I do something in, it's as long as you stay true to yourself, yes. those doors will open for you. Yes. And that's something I keep repeating. Like, don't try and change yourself for an opportunity, for a company, for a person, nobody. Because all of those opportunities that were meant for you, yep. like they'll come naturally. will never pass you. Seriously. will never pass you. And alignment is your biggest power. Mm-hmm. It's just being aligned with who you are and everything else following suit. Definitely. Girl, I agree. Because even outside of it, too, it's like making sure that you have those things Mm -hmm. in place for yourself. So you talked about you want to do more modeling. And obviously, like you're amazing at it. Like y'all in the next a couple months or a year or so, (laughs) I'm about to be like, I had Anne on the podcast in the early days. I'm like, don't forget about the little people. (laughs) You'll be up there with me, girl. Look, I'll be interviewing you. Like, do you remember when we were sitting on my couch? We'll be on a couch and next thing you know, we're going to be in a studio. I know. In New York. I don't even know. Yeah. You never know. It's like that manifestation piece too. I remember you used to always talk about like the things you wanted for yourself and like making them happen. So I guess like, how do you manifest today yes i remember we used to always talk about that yes okay so i know people love talking about manifesting i do too Mm -hmm. um my friends joke and we'll call it like manifesting and you know the way that i do it now is i don't put pressure into it Mm -hmm. i don't see manifesting as this duty or this thing that i have to do monday night Mm -hmm. so that everything happens or this thing that i have to do when the full moon is like this yes everything happens i mean if you feel so inclined please do by all means by all means (laughs) sometimes i like to do a little ritual as well Mm because it feels good Mm -hmm. but i think when i'm manifesting the power or why i think everything happens is because i just have so much fun daydreaming yes like i'll really be like oh my gosh how fun would it be to go to new york fashion week and then boom, boom. And, and then now boom. she's at New York Fashion Week. Like what? <laughs> things like that. Like how fun would it be to just go to amazing beauty events mm-hmm. and just meet cool people? Like I wonder what that's like. Yeah. And then just being open to it. I think not putting pressure on yourself to try to achieve or try to make things happen. Letting things flow mm-hmm. is just really the best way to manifest or how I've always done it is just I really will just think about it. I'll literally just think. I'm like that would be so fun to do. And then I'm doing it. Yeah. And I try to catch myself when I'm thinking about those things, if I have any doubt. Mm -hmm. And when I have doubt, I try to ask myself like, okay, what is, what is scary about this? Like, why isn't a hundred, why isn't it sounding a hundred percent fun? What is this little seed of doubt that I might need to address? Mm -hmm. And just getting yourself to a spot where when you think of it, you don't feel scared. You don't feel unsure. You just feel like it would be so fun to do if that ever happened. Exactly. Yeah. When you do put those pressures, it's like, okay, I didn't made my list. And if I don't hit my list, now you're beating yourself up by the end of the year. Like eventually, like I said, 
if you stay true to the things you enjoy, you do the things that you enjoy. Because even for you, Anne, it's like you talked a little about alignment, mm -hmm. but it's like you're interested in like beauty and want to do these fashion events and beauty events. Mm -hmm. But also, too, it's like even in your corporate life, it's like you work in beauty. Yeah. At least to some extent. Yeah. And so just making sure that, okay, I'm doing the things that will exactly. get me to that next level, you know? Yes. So you're 100% right aligning yourself with what you want to do and what mm -hmm. you're dreaming of is such a great place to start. Sometimes if I'm thinking about like a big goal that I want to manifest or a big dream that I have and it might feel really daunting to be like, oh, I want to be the CEO. Yes, you know, yes. you could think about the steps to get there or the my favorite way actually is embodying the feeling mm -hmm. of those things, right? So if I'm like, I want to do a cover of a magazine one day, and maybe I'll have I have a little bit of doubt because mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like to get there. Yes, yes, I can have fun dreaming about it, and I could think about like if I was there, what would it feel like? Mm -hmm. I would feel so free, and I would feel so accomplished, and I would feel so celebrated. And then just holding on to that feeling. As it is like right now. And that's yes, such a, yes. I don't see that's like the speedway to your <laughs> dreams. That is just the speedway is holding on to those feelings that you think you'd have if those things were already happening. Mm -hmm. No, that's valid. I think too, like people get so far out. You mentioned I want to be C CEO, mm -hmm. but we've skipped every single step on how we're actually going to get there. I'm such a big advocate of crawl before you walk. Yes, girl. And like obviously like learning and like taking in smaller things bit by bit, mm -hmm. even those experiences, like figuring out how is this actually going to happen for me versus finding the quickest path to exactly. it. Because that is like a path. Unfortunately, I don't want to say to failure, but it's like, what did you have to do to get there so quickly? You know? Yeah. Because a lot of these things, you know, you do have to compile skills. Mm -hmm. You do have to, yeah, you do have to crawl before you walk. So you could also, when you get to what you want, you can keep it. Because mm -hmm. if you shortcut all the way to the top, you might not be able to handle it, honestly. I know, I know, girl. I'm like, that's why crawl before you walk. That's why I'm like, Anne, thank you for being on the Keep It Cute podcast. Of I'm like, course. it's been what, almost five months now that I've been doing this every single yes. week. So you've been staying consistent so at the yes. things that you do. Oh, consistency, Making girl. sure like that fire like stays burning. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not gonna lie, like for my beauty content, when the pandemic happened, I noticed it had dropped significantly, mm -hmm. like my output. And not only because mm -hmm. the lighting was not right, like we had <laughs> one window and it was not giving what it needed to give. Yeah. But then too, like that motivation, I think me not doing it for yeah. so long, I got a little comfortable not mm -hmm. doing it. But then I started saying like, okay, like I'm really itching to do something creative. Like I always talk about amplifying yeah. underrepresented voices or even creator voices. And I'm like, what better way to do that than on a podcast? Exactly. So, and we can still talk about beauty. Yes. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I always got to sprinkle in. Always. I was like, beauty will never be dead for me. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, men who have been listening <laughs> to the Keep It Cute podcast, but I always got to sprinkle in a little bit of the beauty segment. Exactly. And it's part of your identity. Yes. So yes. I'm glad that you found an amazing outlet for you where you can be consistent. It is hard to be consistent, girl. girl even the editing, so I was like, I know I got a few episodes to edit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like creating it is great, but I'm going to need a team one day. <laughs> yeah. 
You heard that. Look, She's going to need a team. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. And then even now, too, Anne, outside of, like, modeling, mm-hmm. are you doing, like, any other kind of passion projects, like, for yourself? Like, I know you have your bunnies. I oh, know. like bunnies. <laughs> I love my bunnies. I'm like, I know there's a lot that's always happening mm-hmm. for you, even with fashion. I know we've touched on beauty a lot. But, yeah. like, how is, like, your fashion projects for you? Well, I do want to like on the topic of creating and posting Mm -hmm. I definitely want to get back into my creating groove Mm -hmm. I haven't really stopped I still you know make videos maybe once or twice a week yes but not strategically by any means. Yeah, you're like, if, if it's yeah, how I feel this like, week, what's in like my camera outfit? roll? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I definitely want to get back into doing that more strategically. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, laying out some of my content plans and what it would mean for me to expand more into the fashion part of things. I would post my little outfits yes, here and yes. there, which are so fun. But the hard part for me was when you get hate. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when I post beauty videos, they don't get as much weird comments as fashion mm-hmm. um people love to comment on other people's bodies girl t- is this on are you t- on tiktok, on TikTok yeah. yeah yeah i had a cute little outfit of the day a few maybe this is actually a few months ago mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like love it love it and there's of course going to be people who hate it yes yeah like it's either it. you're hot or you're cold exactly <laughs> but then there was a lot of people who were upset that some of the clothing sizes I were I was wearing were small and medium. Mm-hmm. When I said I thrifted the clothes, not should be worried about what I, size I'm I wearing. Know, I'm like, <laughs> it's on my body. Yes, so, yes. If it stretches, it stretches. <laughs> <laughs> you said we don't get in this time. Okay, it's like covering it what needs to be covered. Yes. So we're good. I, as far as I'm concerned. I'm good. Yes. But yeah, people were really upset. They're like, you are not a medium. You are an extra large, maybe an extra, extra large. And I'm like, so what if I am? I said in the caption, I thrifted these clothes. Mm -hmm. And if they fit, they fit. Like, you want me to go back to j crew in 1992 and ask for a next like hello no so yeah that was the part with some of the you know outfit of the day fashion content that i was a little like but i definitely want to just say whatever to the haters and just keep going you have have, to yeah most times they are sitting there in a dark room with a little fake profile even too like girl the comments can you really have to learn to be mm-hmm. one with the comments mm-hmm. and like not let everything like sink into your yes. core yeah because even like posting some of the videos for the podcast youtube comments are crazy like i will say tiktok Oof. is insane yeah but i think with youtube shorts they push your content out to mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. like we don't care who your audience is Oof. and it's a lot of um what do they call them? Like Kevin Samuels type oh. men um, in the comments. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh like my, God. my YouTube comments is a bunch of men who probably used to follow Kevin Samuels. Oh, just very no. misogynist, like very fat phobic. Uh. And it's just like insane because like you mentioned, commenting on women's bodies. Come on now. Like, Especially as a man. Step right, down. Just chill. Yeah. But I think what I do love about TikTok is you can foster communities mm-hmm. more. Even and as a smaller creator. Yeah, even as a yeah. smaller creator. So people just start loving you for you. Mm-hmm. And I love that about it. But yeah, I definitely want to pour more into 
you know, posting, mm-hmm. posting into fashion, posting into beauty consistently yes, and kind yes. of finding my voice. Yeah. That's a big key is, you know, what's your voice through all of this? And I've just been kind of like, eh, I'll just do whatever because mm-hmm. it's not a priority. Yeah. But and sometimes it's a little easier than doing a voiceover oh, or sure. actually talking. Like you mentioned, if you have like your partner in the room and they're cooking or right. snoring like it's like i cannot do my voiceover right now right like i can't focus <laughs> i know too much it is a lot that's going on but i love to hear that though like and it's so nice to see like certain niches mm-hmm. like growing on tiktok and like fashion content of course yes. guys and fashion content she finds the cutest pieces <laughs> like what kind of so rant you have like this know. shoe i don't know if it's yellow but it like swirls around oh, your the camper foot. kabora shoe and i'm like yeah, that is that so shoe. freaking cute and next thing you know Such i gotta add shoe. on instagram yeah oh my gosh <laughs> so fast yeah i literally gotta add on instagram i love me some fun shoes i wish i could show you my shoes yes, now but they're like so cute fuzzy little yeah and when people whenever people ask me where do you shop literally everywhere and anywhere you're like sky is the limit yes yes you never know where you'll find something like this dress this skirt is it's so beautiful is it cute? it's from miss it matches your heart yeah it matches like, his heart but i found it at like a thrift store in paris See, that's yeah, one thing I've been looking at, too. Like, when I go abroad, it's not like, oh, let me hit up Chanel, mm-hmm. which you can do those yeah. things. Also do it. But, but. <laughs> look, I was like, do those things. But the thrift stores really be having some hen and gems. Girl, There's this fire. One, There's fire. Yes. Like, when I went to Sweden, I went to a thrift store. Mm-hmm. And I got this dress. Came back here, went to the movies. And some lady was like, oh, my God, your dress is so beautiful. Where'd you get it? And I was like, I felt so bougie. I yes. was like, I'm so sorry. Yes. But I was like... I got this in Sweden and she kind of just looked like this bitch lying. Like, <laughs> there's no way. And I was like, I really don't even know what this is. I like, love. I got it from a thrift store. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite outfit stories, though, where you're literally like, oh, yeah, I just found it, you know, in some random store in Dubai. Look, look. <laughs> and they're like, sis, what? Like, okay. I'm like, no, but I did. <laughs> no, I know. They're like, stop lying. Stop lying. That's well, my favorite. Sorry, one-on-one. Yes. You really do find the cute cutest pieces so i guess in la what is like one of your favorite thrift stores that you go to in la do you have one Ooh, okay so i used to frequent saint vincent de paul Mm -hmm. a lot because they just get a lot of like truly vintage things right like 80s 90s where like what part of la is that in um oof I don't know the area, but it's like, you know where downtown is? And then if you're so going to So kind of like downtown LA-ish. Ish, but like going north as if you're <laughs> going to like Atwater Village. Okay. That okay. area. Okay. I forget what that area is called. Well, Sorry, just know, I just y'all, moved it's here. in LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, actually, never mind. I just moved here. <laughs> Three years ago, but one and a half is pandemic. So. Yes, that <laughs> is true. That is true. Um, But I actually love estate sales. Estate sales in LA are where it's looking for furniture. Estatesales.net. Every weekend, I just look. I don't go every weekend, but I'll always just look every Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Just see what's cute, what's popping. And I have gotten some of my cutest clothing, furniture, Mm -hmm. art at these estate sales, especially the ones in like Brentwood. Yes. You know, (laughs) in Beverly Hills girl like there's some really really fun ones out there so 
So how is an estate sale set up? Is it like someone selling their house and they're mm-hmm. just like, we're selling everything in the house? Yeah. I guess how does that work? So it could be a mix. Sometimes it's, yeah, people mm-hmm. selling their homes, you know, retired folks who are moving out into smaller condos or got whatever it, it might be. It. Some of them, some of the estate sales are post-mortem. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends, but it's usually the entire estate. Oh, so okay, you'll okay. see the home almost as is but there will be like a lot more stuff everywhere i went to one a few months ago and it was in it was in brentwood and it was the house of a designer he's a shoe designer or clothing designer it's like charles schwartz i think Mm -hmm. um but the home was packed with clothing like because he had a wife and some kids Mm -hmm. some daughters so it was just all of these like amazing designer clothings and i think one or two of the daughters i don't know did ballet so Uh there's like all these really cute ballet core clothing i was like oh (laughs) so fun so timely did you get you some i did i I mean a cute little piece i got a little tutu i did get a skirt (laughs) yeah so yeah so that's usually how it's set up and it will truly how good it is depends on who lived there. Yeah. Um, but it's such a hot spot for furniture too. Yes, yeah. yes. So good for furniture. I've been looking. So like, as you can see, like this is my living room. Yeah. But like love. also too, like this is a solid little setup. Like it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like intimate, but I'm looking to put two chairs in my office for like a little studio setup. But I've been looking for like the perfect chairs, Mm -hmm. but I do want something kind of vintage and girl, the chairs Chairs are expensive. Furniture is expensive. Furniture is so expensive. Like, it's disgusting. When we bought this couch, I was like, okay, nothing else for the next few months. No, it's literally that. (laughs) I, my apartment is like 75, if not 80% secondhand. Mm -hmm. And it's either from the thrift store or Facebook marketplace because. I love Facebook. Yes. Got this table from Facebook marketplace. there's so many gems. Um, I actually got a lot of things from vintage resellers, but mm-hmm. now they're pretty pricey. You got it. But even still, like my couch is vintage. I think it's from the nineties, and I still paid so cute, a, like twelve hundred for it. Yeah, but it's so cute. I yeah, like, I know oh, it, fine, is it. It, it is very cute. It is really cute. It's unique. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see like the seashell kind of aesthetic, I'm yeah. like, I always think about you. <laughs> my little pink palace. Yeah, the bunny palace. Like, your apartment is something that should be in, like, I don't know if it's Architecture Digest, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. But even, like, when they have, like, those videos of, like, the coolest apartments. Yes. Because you really, like, thought about every single piece that is in your yes. apartment. Yeah. That's actually how I gained most of my following on TikTok is from my apartment. Girl. And so I have to sprinkle we that apartment. We want more apartment oh, videos. They want. Well, I paused for a long time because I was like, I am broke. No. I spent so much on this place. I need yes, to recoup. Yes, okay. Yeah. Like I can't. Look, just I repurpose can't. the content. I know. Yeah. But now I'm starting to do that. I'm doing a little bit more DIY. Cute. You know, cute. doing some renter friendly adjustments. Yes. And actually one thing that I'm doing a lot more of and trying to fill more content around is organization and reorganizing i saw one of your yes, videos yeah you have like this stand yeah, at the front of yes yes i need one of those yes yes you gotta find where to put all the little things you know yeah and staging makes such a difference but you also need things to be functional mm-hmm. and i have a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> and at these estate sales <laughs> i just be like pretty 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 yes <laughs> yes <laughs> you're like wait now where do i put this i know so <laughs> all right guys thank you for joining us on all those conversations 
inspirations from culture to beauty, fashion, and so much more. I want to jump into an end segment just to get to know Anne a little bit better. And also, we all want to know some of her favorite beauty faves. So question number one for you, Anne. What does your skincare routine look like? I know it might be extensive and I know it changes (laughs) over time, but what does it look like right now? You're right. It's extensive. (laughs) (laughs) And it low-key changes every day. Uh Depending how how you feel, how the weather is. Exactly. But I have been loving my Ranavat Trio. So the brand is called Ranavat. It's Mm -hmm. a South Asian brand based in Ayurvedic Practices. They have this brightening saffron serum that I love. Ooh, that I follow lovely. it up. Yes. I followed up with their moisturizer and then their um treatment. It's mm-hmm. like a treatment balm. Oh, really cool. fabulous. I also love things from the brand Ourself mm-hmm. and Stratia. So typically morning and night, I do a cleanser, just a creamy cleanser, because, you know, we sensitive skin girlies. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm on my survey tip right now. Okay. <laughs> And I'll always tone with a toning water, a hydrating water, love rose water. Mm-hmm. Then I usually do two serums, a hyaluronic acid. Yes. And then if I need something to treat, like a vitamin C or maybe something for dark spots, mm-hmm. just depends. And then I'll do a lightweight moisturizer and then I'll do a heavy moisturizer. Girl. So mm-hmm. look, looking like a nice little donut before you okay. go to sleep. <laughs> Always. And I actually just got the medi- this MediCube device. It helps boost the efficacy of your products. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it looks like a wand and you just swipe it over your skin for five minutes. And I genuinely do that every morning and every night. Does the wand, <laughs> is this like one of those wands where you can put in the freezer or fridge? No. So it's... So the premise of it is that it has these electronic pulses, these electric pulses, oh. and it's supposed to kind of push the serum in your skin. Oh, wow. So it feels kind of like this buzzy feeling, but mm-hmm. not vibrating. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. It's more of like a shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl. And then you wake up just looking like Princess Diana. Hydra- exactly. <laughs> skin on point. <laughs> So we talked a little bit as well about New York Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. I feel like we skimmed over that. But when we were talking about manifesting, obviously, there are so many girls and guys who are so like dying to go to New York Fashion Week. So tell us one of your favorite things about when you were at New York Fashion Week. Yeah. So I'm so grateful that I've been able to go because I definitely had full circle moments Mm -hmm. from, you know, being in high school and college, just wanting to go and I'm very grateful that I was able to get invited and make my way over. My favorite part, at least of the last fashion week, was one, of course, going to shows with our friend and my boo, Chaz. Shout out Chaz. Shout out to Chaz. (laughs) Always so fun. My partner in crime. Um, But I also love dressing for shows Mm -hmm. you know there's kind of an unspoken rule that you know if you're not going in your personal uniform you try to wear you know 
what the brand embodies. Yes, yes. At least I like to do that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to Kalina Strada. Let me do a whimsical pink moment. Right. Yeah. Like, and now they're going to add it to their collection. And like, <laughs> you're like, oh, is girl. this something? Like, <laughs> you said these are dreams. These I are know. Dreams. Next time, maybe. You never know. <laughs> yes. But yes. Um, yeah. And so I have a really fun time just dressing. And I also love seeing people at shows. Uh-huh. Lots of people that maybe I only see on the internet or on email. Email mm-hmm. and being like, oh, wait. So, yeah. I love that, girl. I'm like, New York fashion. Have you done Paris fashion? Yes. I did That's Paris. That's what we should have been oh, talking about. That like- was a true full circle <laughs> moment because I used to live in Paris, remember? Yes, yes. And I was that girl when I lived in Paris. I was that girl <laughs> who would find the shows and stand out front to see who was walking out. Uh-huh. So, oh to be able God. to go, I was just like, wow. Like, Wow. That was crazy for me. 2012 Anne would be, you know, gagged. Seriously. I, mean, I always say, like, your amazing. younger self would be so proud of where you are exactly, now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, dying to be where you are now. Literally. But it's happening real time. Yes. Yeah. And so, going into more beauty brands, what are some of your favorite Philippinex beauty brands that Ooh. you've tried or even want to try? Yes. Okay. I love the brand Multi. Right now, they have these very, very cute pimple patches. And they (laughs) have a little smiley face. (laughs) They have a little smiley face. So I love to wear them, even just for fun. Um, And then I love the brand Sunny's Face. They have some amazing lipsticks Mm -hmm. and lip glosses. Their signature one is called Fluff Me. And it's literally the perfect blurry kind of matte lip. So cute. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And then one that I really want to try that I see all the time because I follow this account, it's called Filipinta Beauty. Mm -hmm. And they make the cutest, kitschiest, nostalgic packaging. Like they have a lip gloss that looks like banana ketchup, which is (laughs) a condiment. Uh In Philippines, they have one that looks like lumpia, some shadow palettes that look like choco nut, which is like this chocolate that we eat back home. So... It just like does something for me to see that kind of nostalgia yes, but in an actual yes. beauty product. So I haven't tried it yet, but I would love to. That's so adorable. Fun. Well, so you cute. heard it here first. Going to get in some of those beauty products ASAP. <laughs> She'll put it on the TikTok. <laughs> yes, got you. <laughs> and then lastly, do you still follow any beauty traditions from the Philippines that maybe your parents have passed down to you? Like, what does that look like? Oh, I love this question. So... I would say, well, okay, on one hand, I wish I had more knowledge about traditional Filipino beauty. I think that's something that I'm learning more about and discovering more about. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gone to the Philippines many times, but ultimately I grew up in America and I live here. So everything that I know about beauty in the Philippines. It's rooted it's, yes, in America. It's rooted yeah. in like Western or like yeah. Eastern Asian kind of standards. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember growing up every time I go to the Philippines, everyone being really obsessed with papaya soap and like mm-hmm. scrubbing me down because it's supposed to whiten your skin. Oh. So, but I don't know if that's really the case these days Mm -hmm. i sometimes end up on like filipino tiktok like people in the philippines creating content and i love it because i'm like i feel like i'm learning you know more about what's happening back home definitely and they seem to really have their own thing going on too but um yeah i'm so open and want to definitely learn more 
Um, things that I still do though, that my parents have taught mm -hmm. me. So my dad lived by the sea and he would always talk about like, oh, I had to literally like farm my own food, make this, make that, mm -hmm. you know, very much a farm boy yes, <laughs> um, or ocean boy, fish for his own fish, all that good stuff. So he would, you know, he knew how to make like coconut oil, how mm -hmm. to press it or how to cook it down and like just make everything out of the coconut, which we love in the Philippines. And so when I would grow up or when I was growing up and we would go back home, my dad always made coconut oil and I would like put it on my body because, you know, that sounds luxurious. Yes. <laughs> and now it's like a thing to just buy coconut oil, even mm -hmm. at Sephora, like Kopari sells coconut, <laughs> coconut oil. oil and it's yeah. made in the Philippines, by the way. <laughs> okay. The well, last, yeah, last oh, time I wow. saw, I haven't seen it or checked in a while, but I remember buying it for $18 and being like, this is made in the Philippines. Wow. You're um, like, dad. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. So rubbing yourself down with coconut oil, I will do until the day I die. Yes. Yes. And also when I would go home to the Philippines, my dad and his brother, because his brother has eczema psoriasis too. Mm -hmm they would always dig holes for us to just lay in the sand and like soak up the minerals mm -hmm. and, you know, antibacterial properties of salt, all that good stuff. So whenever I go to the beach, not any of the ones here in LA. <laughs> Definitely, guys. You don't won't be rubbing Monica. asphalt or something <laughs> on your skin. Don't do it. No, <laughs> a nice, cute little tropical beach. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, I will, you know, I always like to exfoliate, rub the sand in. That sounds you know? so nice. Yeah, so those are just a couple of things that I still do. That's so lovely. Yeah. And it's like those traditions, like you'll pass on mm -hmm. to your kids and they'll do it to exactly. their next generation and so forth. Especially like keeping, I don't know, especially like in your culture, it's like you mentioned the coconut oil mm -hmm. thing and how people are literally selling them in stores. But it's like this is a tradition that you've done at home. So. Yes. I don't know. It's important to keep those cultural aspects from yeah. home and push them down to further generations. 100%. Yes. Well, Anne, thank you so much for joining Aww, the Keep It Cute you, podcast. I feel cute. Oh, you look cute. I'm like <laughs> in the cute. all pink today. You look very cute. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and sticking around. We are almost oh, pushing to 20. It. Yes. Aww, but congrats. this month, guys, we are celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Please take note of everything Anne has mentioned. Mm -hmm. I will try and tag as many things yes. in the caption as possible. But Anne, thank you for bringing a piece of your culture to the Keep It Cute podcast. Aw, thank you for having of me. Of course. I'm so open to all of this Girl, information. I was like, there is no one better. Like, Aww. immediately, I was like, oh my God, Anne, please do it. <laughs> I'm so glad it worked out. Yes, Always yes. so fun to talk to you, too. Oh, love you, girl. Love you. All right, guys. Catch me next Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST. Don't forget to follow at Keep It Cute Pod on all socials. Love you. Bye.